Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to be talking to you today about getting past anger after an affair or breach of trust. Now, whilst I'm referring most times in this episode about the breach of trust being an affair, you can also apply it to any other kind of betrayal, whether that's a financial betrayal, a family betrayal, or something else. Because the key thing and the key message that I'm going to be sharing with you is how to get past the anger, how to let go of the anger. Discovering and digesting an affair and betrayal that has happened in your marriage is difficult because it's so heartbreaking. It's likely that you've felt a whole roller coaster of emotions from confusion to anger, hatred, sadness, anxiety, and fear. Feelings of anger and hatred can be so strong that you're filled with bitterness and it may feel difficult to be able to really shake it, to be really able to let it go. And often these feelings are so strong that they shock the person who has them. Many husbands and wives, angry after their spouses cheated on them, say to me that they cannot imagine getting past the anger they feel. Sometimes they feel that they've dealt with it, but it comes out again when they least expect it. Often when they're tired, hungry, lonely or under the influence of alcohol. Helping people become free from anger and truly forgive is a process that I guide those whose husbands or wife has cheated on them through. After affair support in marriage counselling has to cover how to get past the anger and how to rebuild trust when repairing after an affair. And with most marriage counselling that you see, all they do is go over the past, explore the feelings, and there's no strategies or help with actions to take. Actions to take to get over the anger. Actions to take to rebuild the trust. Actions to release and relieve the pain. Because no one wants to carry the anger. Carrying anger is painful to live with and it's damaging to our health. Now sometimes hate can be something that we actually want to hold on to because it stops us from feeling the sadness and facing the pain beneath it. Because behind hate, there's always another emotion. And so we can use hate as a distraction. So how do you get past anger? Well, getting past anger comes first from the decision to forgive and let go. In order to make this decision, a person must first decide that they want to be free of it. To be able to see the damage that harbouring anger inside is causing. And recognising how it can burden health and life in so many ways. It also, if not dealt with, can certainly damage the relationship. If you want to stay in the marriage, 
then it's going to affect the relationship because obviously you're not going to be able to build a happier and closer and loving relationship if you're holding on to the past, if you're really angry, if you're really bitter. Even if you don't say anything, your partner is going to feel it, they're going to sense it, and it's also going to affect their behaviour and how they treat you, and they may go into a hopeless stage and then that may make you go into a hopeless stage and this is the vicious cycle that I see time and time again where people get trapped into this vicious cycle of hopelessness and despair after an affair and we definitely want to change that if you're looking to have the relationship be good and to repair the damage and to have the love and the life that you deserve and then there is also Let's say you decide that you cannot stay in the relationship. You decide that at the moment you definitely need a separation, maybe even a, a divorce. Well, if you're still holding on to the anger, then it's going to affect you and it's going to affect how peaceful your divorce is and a divorce is very, very stressful. And also your children will suffer because if you do have children, children actually suffer the most when they're going through a divorce, based on how much the parents are showing respect to one another, treating each other, and the drama that the parents are in. When I do the divorce support, it's something that comes up time and time again. Is it more important to show love to your children or to show anger to your spouse? And I get it, you know, going through a betrayal is so challenging we can get blindsided by these feelings of pain, of hurt, of anger and of frustration. So letting go of the anger is going to benefit you and everyone else around you. The key thing when someone says to me, I don't know how to get past my anger, Nicola, is saying to them at the beginning, you don't need to know how. You don't need to know the process. I will take you through the process. All that is needed is a willingness and an intention to let it go. And once you've made that decision that you want to let go of the anger, you can begin the process. So the process on how to get past anger is best tailored to the individual. But there are some basic steps that I go through, so I'm going to share this with you to help you if you're feeling a lot of anger at the moment. So first of all, make that decision that you want to let go of anger. The second is it's essential that you actually feel the anger, that you accept it, that you welcome it, and that you experience it. Feel the pain rather than denying it exists or trying to escape using a destructive coping mechanism like emotional eating, alcohol, drugs, overworking, or other self-defeating behaviours. We can only let go of something that we bring to the surface and feel. All hatred and anger are signs that we are hurting. Typically behind anger is fear. So anxiety and worry about the future, what's going to happen, whether you're going to be able to forgive them, whether they're going to do it again, whether trust is going to be able to be rebuilt, whether you're better off leaving or not. These are all fears that many people have hiding behind the anger. And there can also be internal fears. Fear, I'll never be loved again. Fear, I'm not good enough. And things like that. And then there is also the sadness 
So the sadness is always beneath anger. Sadness from the experience of losing trust. Shattered dreams of how you saw the relationship. Perhaps how you saw your partner. And the disappointment. So we also need to look at dealing with these emotions underneath. When people share with me that they want to let go of the anger, I explain to them that anger is healthy and you can let it go only if you feel it first. See, anger is a normal and natural expression to a real or perceived threat. In the case of a fair, the threat is real and therefore feeling anger is inevitable. And expressing anger is beneficial to psychological health. Anger is the feeling that says no to opposition, injury or injustice. It's a signal that something I value is in jeopardy. And that's according to David Rico in his amazing book, How to Be an Adult. Anger is expressed actively when we show it directly. This could be raising your voice, changing a facial expression, or through angry hand gestures, or any display of displeasure. These are natural and can be shown to a person or done in private. It's a healthy way to feel anger, express it, so you can let anger go. Anger can also be expressed passively. This means where you still feel angry towards your husband or wife that cheated, but don't admit it and show it in other ways, like refusing to cooperate, being absent or withdrawn, rejection, is another way people passively express their anger or the silent treatment. So have you done any of this? Are you blocking your partner? Are you stopping them from showing you love and kindness? Are you punishing them without outwardly sharing how you're feeling? This is not an adult way of getting past anger because it often doesn't ever deal with the real issue. And in the case of rebuilding a relationship after an affair, in the case of saving a marriage, you're not going to have a great relationship if you're ignoring each other, for obvious reasons. You cannot build love and trust in your marriage if you're rejecting or attacking one another. David Rico sums it up well when he says the following statements about anger. Strongly express anger is called rage, okay? So anger that is really, really out of control or really, really strong, that's when you're in rage. Strongly held in anger is called hate. So if you're in hate mode, that means you're holding it in, that means it's affecting you, it's gonna affect your health and your well-being. Unexpressed anger, and this is where you're holding it in and not saying anything, is resentment. And resentment has many, unfortunately, damaging health effects as well. And then anger unconsciously repressed and internalised becomes depression. So if you're feeling depressed, or if they're feeling depressed, it's often that this is anger turned inward. Anger at yourself, anger that you didn't see the situation, anger that you feel that you're not good enough, you somehow deserve this. This can all play apart. So when I help people after an affair to let go of anger, we discuss 
how to express it in a way that doesn't harm themselves, the relationship, and enables them to let it go. So I cover those four things. Are you in rage? Are you holding it in? Are you feeling hate? Is there resentment? Are you not expressing? Are you depressed? Or are you self-attacking? Because expressing anger rather than being in rage, depression, resentment or hate is obviously a much healthier way to be. Now sometimes people that claim that they want to let go of anger, get past the anger, sometimes they really actually want to hold on to it as some kind of false form of protection because it can feel powerful to hold on to our anger and other times we can hold on to anger because we want to punish, we want to take revenge and interestingly, which surprised me when I found out, is that anger releases an adrenaline into our bodies and people actually can feel really good when that adrenaline is released and become addicted to that adrenaline and that's something I didn't think of before. Any physical reaction in our bodies that make us feel powerful, that release adrenaline, can become addictive. And sometimes people can get addicted to getting angry. If I ask you to think of somebody that always has drama in their life, or that is always angry in their life, maybe that's because they like it, they enjoy it, they get something from it. This is not really anger. This is really drama. So the thing to ask yourself is, am I in anger or am I in drama? Drama is where we avoid the real feeling of anger and play out a drama. And when we are in drama, we get that surge of power. And when we can cling to the negative excitement of anger, rather than responsibly expressing it and releasing it, we can become stuck with anger. So I hope this is making sense. Anger is definitely part of the healing process. So we don't want to hide it, suppress it or deny it. Anger is not the problem. As discussed, it's the way it's expressed and held that causes problems. In order to let it go, we need to recognise that people who are hurt, hurt others. When we are hurting, we are more likely to hurt others. When we are hurting, we are more likely to hurt others. So remembering that only hurt people hurt. If you think of all the people that have hurt you in your life, if you look at what they're going through at the time, what they've been through in their life, I guarantee you will find that they are going through some kind of pain or trauma or hurt themselves. So the real secret to getting past anger and letting go is to one, work on our own healing, take action to help ourselves, treat ourselves with love, compassion and patience and accept all of our feelings. The next is to have compassion for the person who has hurt us. Seeing that beneath them hurting, there was, more than likely, pain that led to that hurt. This is not condoning their behaviour. It is simply being aware that hurt people hurt. Whether that pain was from the past, the relationship or other areas in their life, pain was behind their hurtful and selfish actions. And when we recognise that, we can get into compassion and we can live freely and make decisions that will best support ourselves and our future goals and dreams. No one wants to be unhappy. 
or to live an unhappy life or to be in an unhappy relationship. And that's also worth bearing in mind for yourself, for your future and how you view the affair. Sometimes people will say to me, no way I'm going to see them with kindness or compassion. How dare they do this to me? Screw them. I'm furious and they deserve to suffer for what they have done. Which I totally get. Betrayal is awful. But one thing I always ask is, is holding on to that pain working for you? Are you being the person you know you really are and want to be? Is it making you feel happier each day holding on to the anger, resentment, depression? Is it helping you to save the marriage and have the marriage that you want? The truth is, if we want to let go from the pain, then we must take the steps to heal and free ourselves from it. Now there are many ways to release anger, including physical movement and exercise to de-stress and move the anger through you. Another great way I use myself and with clients is bashing out the anger to get it out. So this is using a cushion and a bat perhaps, or a cushion in your hand, or boxing, or just something where you can physically let it out. Sometimes it's necessary and appropriate to express your anger and other deep feelings in non-aggressive ways to your partner. And I help many people to find the best thing to say at the right time that can support them and the relationship. Focusing on asking for what you need rather than going over the past. Some people benefit from talking to friends. Just bear in mind if you're speaking to friends that everybody probably has an opinion on affairs and cheating because it's quite widespread so it's unlikely that you will get an objective view but if there are people that you can trust that can give you an objective view then that's brilliant and some people find working with a therapist is very helpful or writing it out in a journal or email that they never send. I say never send because when we write an email with all our feelings and our thoughts, we need to do it for ourselves, not for the outcome that we may or may not receive from someone else that we're sending it to. So make sure that if you are writing an email or you are getting it out, that it's for you. And then there's hypnotherapy and meditations that I create for people, which can also be a very fast and effective way to help people let it go. Often I combine it with helping to sleep or calming anxiety, because sleep, anxiety can also affect how someone is coping with the affair. How angry they are getting, how frustrated they are getting, or how depressed they are getting. And lastly, one of the most important pieces is beginning the forgiveness process. Being willing to forgive and seeing and treating your partner with understanding and compassion. Forgiveness is a process. It's not a, like a light switch you turn on and then you'll never feel anger or pain again. With steps, it definitely does lessen. Just remember that nothing changes with time. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't take some form of steps to support you, because all time does is pass. And it's actions within that time that really counts. One step that you might like to take is to 
download my free seven secrets to fixing your marriage. You can get my seven e secrets to fixing your marriage on my website. It has weekly supportive emails to help you transform your relationship. Another action that you might want to do is to get my Empowered Love audio program. It's got 25 audios inside. One of them is a hypnotherapy which focuses on forgiving and letting go. It has the four ways to affair-proof your marriage. It also has steps on rebuilding the connection, creating more love and happiness, reviving intimacy, and also working on yourself so that you can be free of negativity and resentment. So if you're interested in that, you can visit my website, nicolabeer.com. And lastly, if you really want help straight away and you think, I can't wait for the ebook or for the course, I really need some one-to-one -one support, then you can book a free 30-minute support session with me where we can discuss ways to get over the affair, how to feel close and happy again. And often when I do this, I work with just one person in the relationship, either the person that's been cheated on, that wants to heal because they know that they don't want to carry the anger, they know that it's not them being themselves, it's not being the best version of themselves, and they really want to make the relationship great. I also have people come to me that want to work on their own with me for a number of sessions because they want to work out should they stay or should they leave after the affair. How to know if their husband or wife will cheat again. How to know if they can let go of the thoughts and the images in their head. And I support them too, through that. How to erase and let those memories slide away and how to focus on this. Because it's a massive crucial decision deciding whether to stay or leave after the affair. And it's a crucial decision if you've decided to stay to let go of these negative feelings and to give yourself the life that you deserve. And if you want to take your relationship to the best it's ever been, if you want to move forward either way, then definitely take advantage of this and we can discuss how my coaching works and how I can support you. Because anger affects our health, our happiness, and we literally pay for our lives with anger. We deserve better than that. Who wants to live a life half-lived? So get past your anger, get into action, get my free ebook, do the course, or get in touch with me. Accept and acknowledge the hurt and sadness inside you. Begin to process that, begin to deal with that, and begin that forgiveness and compassion process. These are all the things that you can do to really support yourself to get past that anger after an affair or any other betrayal where you feel hurt and upset and maybe stuck. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I know it's quite heavy, but it's very prevalent. I have a lot of people with this issue struggling to let go and it is very difficult. We're not really taught about how to deal with anger and we're not really taught about how to handle an affair and a betrayal or how to rebuild trust. So well done for taking the action to improve your life and to be with me here today. I admire you, I respect you, I'm grateful for you. Take care, have a great day ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. 
To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com, where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show, and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead.